No matter what size your business is, you need to be thinking about SEO. And if you don't know where to start, this is the place. Welcome to another episode of the Your Business Story podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Spencer. Remember the show's host is Kristen. She's on a business writing mission to make sure you know what words to say so that what you deserve is what you'll get paid. Because storytelling changes everything. Get pumped for the epic knowledge in today's episode of Your Business Story. This is episode 38 of season one, The Truth About SEO and Business Growth with Desiree Grimaldi. Today, I have an amazing guest I cannot wait to share with you. We are going to be talking to Desiree Romaldi. Desiree, thank you so much for coming on. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm having a, a happy Friday. I'm glad it's Friday today. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Fridays, I like to like make them my business days. I get everything out of the way and then just focus on SEO me. <laughs> right. Not for your clients. Yeah. So today we're having Desiree on. She is a, an SEO expert. I just love everything about her. Uh, t- in full transparency, I have worked on some stuff for Desiree in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have also gone through one of her challenges, which is like mind-blowingly amazing. So we'll talk about that more in a minute. But uh, I would like to help the audience understand the answers to some questions I have. And I also want to help you share your business story because I know it's a great one. I've heard it before and I love it. Does that sound good? Absolutely. Okay. So the first question is, what is the most important problem that you solve for your client and who is your client? Great question. So my client is all business owners. Anybody who has a business, it's not just online or just brick and mortar. Um, it's everybody, especially after the last few years, no matter what kind of business you own, you have to be online. So we try to help all businesses. We've worked with some of the largest companies in the world and we've worked with some of the mom and pops. Um, and then our goal is really to keep them visible, build their online blueprint. Um, a lot of people tend to focus heavy, which it's not bad, but heavily in social media and stuff. And as we've seen, things come and go. And (laughs) some of the answers are we'll build a list and, you know, then you'll be fine. But you really, really want to build that presence online in search engines for many reasons. But like just for me personally, I am guilty of scrolling TikTok. TikTok is guilty of making me buy things, but I'll never (laughs) buy it through the app. Like I always leave the app and I Google them and it's not distrust in the company, but it's, it's an app that we don't, I don't want to put my payment information in. So when you don't have that website to back it up, you've just lost a customer. Right. And I also never buy anything on TikTok and I I do the same thing. I'm like away, away from this platform for the moment. So when you, like, let's say that the business owner who needs help with visibility comes to you, like, what kind of pain are they in? They're not making sales because they don't have the visibility or people don't believe they're down. Um, They Google themselves. They can't even find their business. It's not Mm -hmm. coming up. 
Um, I've had people that they're like, I've worked on my website for two years and I put a new blog up every week and I'll go to do an audit on it. It's not even indexed. And that's a huge misconception that people have is they think, well, I put it on the web, so it's there. But if you think back, depending on your age, and I'm going to age myself, but like Rolodexes, that's what Google is. It's a Rolodex. Google decides, okay, this looks safe. This looks like a valuable website. Not that they always get it right, but they actually crawl it to make sure that it meets their qualifications and they put it in their index. If it's not pushed through to their index, your website will never be found. So we have people that can't be found. We have people that their sales are down. Facebook ads aren't working anymore. TikTok ads, they can't figure out, you know, so all different things. They may have had a revenue for marketing. Maybe it was print and now they're switching and getting on board with digital. So they, the main goal, everybody always wants more money, more leads. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the thing is that's what the visibility creates. But also, wouldn't you say like it's a reputation tool because. Yes, we are just. <laughs> That's one of my email headlines I was just working on. So it is a reputation tool we have, and it's not looked at. People don't consider it necessarily SEO right away, but there's a difference between PR and then reputation management. Um, we have spoken to people who have accidentally gotten famous on TikTok or on YouTube, and now there's bad articles out about them, but they, ne they never bought their URL. They never bought their name. They've never bought oh, any. No. But there's trending articles about them for whatever reason, right, wrong, or indifferent. But now we have to go in. We have to push those articles down. We have to create the assets for them. We have to. So it's more of a reputation management. Um, so, yeah, we deal with a lot of that, too. <laughs> right. Well, and even like, let's say, hey, the world is a happy, fuzzy place and you don't have anyone coming after you. Like when people want to know if you're legit, they go to Google, right? Yeah. Google, Bing is starting to pick up too, which is exciting. So that's a whole nother avenue because you think about like your parents or your grandparents or they open a brand new computer. They don't download Google or Chrome or Firefox. So, you know, that's a whole nother audience that people usually don't even think about and they completely miss because they don't do any SEO on the Bing side of things. Yes. I remember you had me do Bing. All, like this really long list. And I was like, okay, Desiree, I'm trusting you. I'm going to do everything on this list. And I do get leads from every one of those different uh, search engines or like you had to put our, right like in like uh, Better Business Bureau, like the different directories as well. So yes, thank you for making me do things I didn't want to do that I needed to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're, what is the biggest, so the, the biggest pain they're in, it can be either reputation-based or just visibility-based, mm -hmm. um, but, and this is a trick question, so let me preface, uh, what do they think they need to do to solve it? And I think you answered this a little bit, but what do they think they need and what do they actually need? So they think they need to pay a small ticket price to a VA SEO person <laughs> or, you know, whatever they could find somebody on Fiverr. And they think that it's, it could all change overnight. That's what they think. Um, once we get on the phone and we start to break everything down, kind of how I try and break it down in the course is everything as a step-by-step, -step, but it all connects together. Um, it, it just doesn't happen overnight. We can't control Google. 
things need to be moving. Um, so that's what they think they need. What they need really depends on their situation, depends on what steps they have taken. It's, I mean, Would I'll get applications. They're like, I need email marketing, social media marketing, um, web design, SEO, all these things. And I'm like, do you, do you have a product? Do you have, <laughs> Can, do you, do you have something to sell? Yeah. Or they'll even contact because I do Google ads too. They'll contact and they'll be like, I need ads. And I'm like, do you have an offer that converts? And they're like, I don't know. Well, what do you right, they, never, they don't know the answer to that question. Yes. That's something yeah. that I, as a copywriter, I'm like, have you proven this offer? And they're like, I don't know what words you just said. And I'm like, okay, yeah. let's go back. Let's, let's go five steps before where you want to go right now. Yeah. That's crazy. So they think, so they're confused. I would say like, usually there's like an obvious answer. Like I just need to write for people who want leads. They're like, I need to be more visible. That's not actually the answer. We both know that. Um, but they're like, I have this like list of 50 things I think will solve this problem. So how yeah. do you deal with that when they come to you? Like you, you do, you do like an audit, you look at what they have and then go from yeah. there. So the first thing I ask which will alleviate 90% of the question is, what is your website? Um, <laughs> and we start there. So as long as they have a website, we then go into it. We run audits. We do um, citation checking, backlink check, all of that. And we create this whole audit and see where the weaknesses are. Sometimes you have people who will come to you and they'll say, you know, I need SEO and I'm not getting leads and all these things, but I'm spending, you know, $5,000 on Facebook ads. But then we go into their analytics. There's nothing tracked. Oh no. no idea where anything is coming from. Mm -hmm. I've had a client who was spending $27,000 in Facebook ads a month. And she's like, yeah, the person doing it is saying I'm getting all of these different um, conversions. And when we actually tracked it and followed it all the way down, they were only converting clicks. So none of those oh, no. were conversions. So like, that's a big problem is even just making sure they're tracking what they're doing, figuring out where they're spending money, um, how consistent they are. Consistency is huge. Um, even, I mean, people, they create websites seven years ago and they're like, well, I have all my offer links. Well, they can break in updates. They can it can stop working. So we set up Google search console so it can tell you, Hey, you got a broken link you have. So it's just different things, tools. People don't realize Google offers over a hundred free business tools. Yes, they do. And that's why people need your help. Because when I was looking at the tools, I'm like, I don't even know where, where do I start? And you're like, do these five things go? And I was like, okay, I'm doing those. Yeah. So what is your solution to their big problem? Like, so you're doing the audit, you're trying to figure out, do they even have an offer that converts? Mm -hmm. uh, and then you're like, okay, now we have to adjust. So how do you get them the results? Like, I'm not saying share your secret sauce, but like, yeah. what are some things you do in order to get them to where they need to be? Because they're confused and lost and they need you. Yeah. Well, for the most part, usually by the time we're done with our onboarding they're like i'm handing you the keys i don't get any of this um so what we do is we create a 
90, about three to six month checklist of everything by priority that we need to adjust. Our client usually gets a copy of it so they could see everything that's being done just for peace of mind. Not that they necessarily understand. It. Right. But, so we always start at the foundation. Like we have to tackle all the technical stuff because it doesn't matter how much content you throw at it, how much, you know, your, how many offers you put out. If your foundation to your SEO, which is why I created that course is not good. Nothing else is going to work. Um, people need to understand the jargon. People need to understand what talks to Google, what, what helps pull that website up based on somebody's search. Um, so that's where we start. And then from there, it's, we look for the holes. So if it's content, content's too short, content's too long, there's not enough content, you know, we start going into all of those things. And then we start looking at offsite SEO for citations or backlinks or for guest posts. So it's priority based. Priority based. Yeah. And the, I mean, the, I think that's the thing people need to understand is they don't even need to understand the words you're saying to work with you because you know it. So they don't have to. Right. Like for me, I'm like, OK, I'm still working. I'm still working on my backlinks, Desiree. I hope you're happy to hear that. Because... I am so happy to hear that. But they do. They take time. It take, I mean, you have to do research because you can go out and get hundreds of backlinks but are they reputable? Do you want your company tied to them? Do you, you know, so they take time. They're not overnight. And that is not the only way to get visibility. Um, I'm sure, you know, and you're probably a fan of Haro. We love Haro. That is yeah, a Haro's great. way to get backlinks. Um, it's also a good way to promote yourself as a speaker, which I joined a speaking group after I worked with you. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Look, I can use this for more than one thing here. So yeah. it's pretty fun. Very cool. Okay, so let's let's travel back in time. Does that sound okay? Yeah. So now we know what you do. Well, people might not understand exactly what you do, except they know they need you, right? They know they need your help because they need that foundation, which is something I'm always talking about too, is the foundation of consistency. And this is part of that for your business is great SEO, the, all the technology, the tools, the backlinks, right? Google business, which I didn't even know existed until I met you. And then I was like, what is happening? This is so cool. I get so many leads from there every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, so how did you get into this space? And I also want to mention that this is a primarily male-dominated industry you're in, and I love your attitude towards that. So if you want to talk about your story and then how you've decided, I'm going to take on these marketing dude bros. Yeah. So back in 2010, 2011, my husband and I worked for a sales center um, and I worked in admin, he worked in sales, and we were paying like between $50 and $75 for what they called hot leads. Um, and that's expensive. And this, I mean, the sales end of it, like it made sense, but right. they were so expensive. And so my husband was like, I'm going to jump in and see what we could do. And he started learning Google AdWords and we were getting leads for like $20 and they were better and they were more qualified. And so then everything just kind of, it slowly progressed, but everything started trickling. Um, he taught me, he went to the art school in New York for design and everything. So he started teaching me about websites and then 
not a fan of coding or websites. It was all very German to me, um, kind of like SEO is to a lot of other people. And right. SEO was that way to him. And so we ended up being a great team because he could deal with all the the geeky stuff, even though they say SEO is, but all the coding and the design where I was great with the content and making those puzzle pieces kind of come together. And so I really just started focusing heavily on SEO. Then I mastered Google ads as well. And then of course, once you learn the foundations of SEO, you can use it on any search engine. So we can translate that to Bing and DuckDuckGo and all the other ones. But that's how we got started. And in the process, I had babies and got a legal degree and did nothing with yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's helpful, right, to know how laws work for SEO because aren't like, isn't that constantly evolving? It is. And it helped. It mainly has helped one with business contracts because I look at law and I look at big corporations. So when people go to unnamed larger SEO people and they get this 30 page contract, they're like, I don't know what I'm signing. My contract's like two and a half pages. I'm like, this is how I work. This is what you get. This is the price. Right. <laughs> so it helped me give them a clearer picture, but it also helps a lot with um, the reputation management. Yeah, which is a huge part of it, especially for your bigger ticket clients. I mean, I don't know if you want to brag or if you can brag. I know who some of your clients are. And if you're allowed to share, I mean, this is the time. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I can. Okay, well, let me just say, use your imagination, friends, and it's probably still not big enough. That's what I'll say. <laughs> because I do know who some of Desiree's clients are, and they are, it's not just like a, you know, a hundred search every day, sort of, it's nothing like that. It's like crazy, uh, scalable, yeah. really intense, like she knows what she's doing, and people who pay other people a lot of money to know what they're doing, pay her to take care of this for them. Yeah. So what I, I've heard you talk about different people before, like in your industry who they're not really honest about SEO, right? Like, let's just call that out. They're like, if you just pay me this giant chunk of money or you just join this subscription, I'll make it super easy for you and you'll understand how to do everything. Like that doesn't work, right? That's not going to help you. No. Um, and it, it, like you were saying before, it is very male dominant and I'm not, I'm not taking shots at anybody, but they're very monotone and they're like, just do this. And then everything will happen overnight. And I feel like you're like hiding in a corner in your mom's basement. And I, right. I can't relate to that. Um, I was just in a mentorship for years and, you know, me and my husband, we don't hear the same thing in that mentorship because we're, my mentor wasn't necessarily talking to him. And now he's listening to her mentor and he's like, it's all clicking immediately. So that's a big thing is women are evolving and in, in business at crazy rates. Right. So when a woman is looking at their business and they're like, what do I need to do? What can I learn next? What it's nice to see another woman who has that multitask brain or the, I'm a great direction follower. Just tell me what to do instead of talking in circles and mansplaining. <laughs> yes. Right. We don't need and, any more of that. <laughs> no. So, and you know, some people it works for and some people it doesn't, but I feel like a whole audience was missing. And the whole goal for me is I want to make SEO accessible for all businesses. We have, we've done stuff that 
I've never seen another SEO company do in order to make it accessible for all businesses. Um, and then not only that, when you sign up with some of these larger companies, you're just a number. You know, people think I'm going to hire Neil Patel and, and we're going to have this great relationship. I don't think you ever speak to Neil. You no. know, you, you're a number and you have different case managers. I'm going to know where you, where you live, what your kids' names are, when their birthdays are, what your business is, how it started, your reason for it. You know, we have a very boutique style. I'm the only person you're ever going to speak to. And I may regret that in life <laughs> when I want to slow down a little, but that it, I'm just a firm believer on, on relationship building and customer service. And I can better help you the more I understand you. Right. And also like, and I know we've talked about this before personally, that a lot of SEO companies, they have the, um, listen, I'm not saying you shouldn't have a recurring revenue model, but Desiree and I have talked about this a ton and a lot of SEO companies, that's the only model they have where unless you keep paying them all the SEO foundational, I'm using air quotes, foundational work that they've done will disappear. And I know that you really don't like that. Can you talk a little bit about how you approach it in a different way? Well, a lot of people are, they want to do burn and churn. That I'm seeing that more often than not charge the same price, knock it out for a month, let them sink after that. They'll come back and pay you again. Mm. That has become huge. I want to say in the last six to eight months, um, I do not like that style. I, I always tell people I'm not the most expensive. I'm not the cheapest, but I try and make the monthly retainers fair because you are going to have to do it long-term. You cannot just do SEO once and then think because your competitors are constantly doing it. So you have to keep up. So we try and make everything fair for the long game yeah. of knowing that you are going to have to continue to pay. Um, but we also don't BS our clients. We're not telling them this is going to happen overnight. You know, they right. know the long game that they're stepping into. I mean, I've talked people out of services with us because it just doesn't align. Um, people come to me and they'll be like, I want, I have $3,000 budget. I want to run ads. And I'm like, absolutely not. You, you don't have a functional website. <laughs> like I can't run ads to that. Let's start here. Let's yeah. do this for three to six months or three to five months and get this strong. So when they click that ad that you're paying for, they're coming back to value, you know? So that's where we, we differ big time. Charlie. Right. And you, you're doing a lot of the, like you said, like if someone's like, I have this influx of cash, I want to just put all the fuel on the fire and burn it. You're like, no, wait. While the other companies are like, yes, let's do it. And then they don't have the money to keep paying them. You're thinking of a functioning business model and yeah. your company works on the foundational pieces, not just like, let's pump it up with Google as that as soon as they stop, everything is going to turn off. Yeah, because that's the big ad that you'll see on like Facebook, like, oh, get number one on Google for $3.99 today. And we guarantee within 30 days. Well, yeah, because it's a bait and switch and you're going to have a Google ad up. I could make you number one on Google tonight with a Google ad. But the second you pull that money back, it's, it's gone. You're not actually retaining valuable. Yeah, you have no ROI and you have no long term benefit. All right, let's take a few seconds for our sponsor break because their business stories matter too. When people ask what you do as a professional, do your palms and pits start to sweat? 
Do you break out in hives? Well, don't worry, we've got you covered. Today, you can take Literary Symmetry's complimentary 30-minute masterclass to help you craft your one big sentence so that next time you have 60 seconds to share your story, you know exactly what to say. Because your business story matters, sign up today at literarysymmetry.com forward slash pathway. And now, back to our episode about an epic business owner just like you. Like when I worked with you, like everything is still running. I'm still writing articles. I'm still doing the things that you taught me to do, right? So I'm building it over time. But like I spent those 30 days learning from you. And my goal, by the way, is to hire you to take care of this for me (laughs) as soon as possible because I'm over it. Um, But (laughs) it it was like building... Yeah, it's it's hard. It's a lot. And that's why I love your approach, because you're like, OK, get started with me. Let's get some foundational things going, because you know that when people have the money, they will pay you to do it because that's your superpower. Yeah. And it shows them the value. It really does. Like, that's not why I created it, but it is a an end goal. I mean, they people start doing it and they're like, oh. I get it. It makes sense now. I see why you charge or why it takes so long. You know, people finally, they get it, but then they also feel like they understand what they're paying for. It's hard when they have no idea what SEO is to send them a proposal because they're like, that's easy. Why, why, you know, and I'm like, go try it. Yes, come back. Yes, that's that's like with me, right? Because I write books for people and they're like, oh, writing a book isn't hard. I'm like, okay. Talk to me in three months and see if you've written one single word. I'm I'm here to support you, but it's not as easy as you think. No. And and that's even regular content. I can't even imagine a book, but that's even regular content. I mean, as you know, like I reached out to you, we get stuck in our own head about yes. our stuff. So it's so hard to write. Um, and that's one of the big things with SEO is like copywriting is you're only thinking about the keywords you think work. You're only thinking about the content you think works. You only yeah. want to write the things that you like. People are on different playing fields. One of the craziest things to me that I learned on this journey is that your content should be written for somebody that went to school no higher than sixth grade. Yep. I'm constantly mind blowing to me. <laughs> I run it through the test every time and I'll be like, hey, so this sentence is testing at ninth grade level. Are you sure you want to keep it? And they're like, yes, I spent five hours writing that sentence. I'm like, OK, it's not going to convert. But yeah. all right, I'll do what you want because you're paying. And me, a lot but... of it has to do with, well, generational, you know, things that happen, but also, you know, U.S. and stuff. We're a melting pot. So you have people where English is their second language our language doesn't mean the same thing. So people aren't looking for you, your service, your product, your thing, the same way that you think they should be. Like people aren't looking for SEO if they don't know what SEO is. They're looking for how do I grow my traffic? Right. Leads. How do I get more revenue? How do I get this pushed down on Google? (laughs) They're not looking for reputation management. Right. That's not how they start, but that's when they are getting the money. That's that's when you're like, okay, let's shift yeah. a little bit of this focus here, right? You, I'm sure you have the the tracking on your clients so that when something new comes out, there's an alert and you're like, okay, let's. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. My husband says it all the time. He's like, 
do people realize like we had multi-million dollar companies, like not necessarily what we're doing right now, but like we've had, we're very well versed in business in general. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of knowledge. I'm for me, my clients, I always over deliver. I've been told a hundred times that, you know, I need to set boundaries. I need to do this. It's just not my style. If you're paying me to do something and I see something else is broken, I cannot ignore it. Um, I just can't. I mean, I, if people have me running Google ads only and I see their landing page doesn't function, then I'm going to pause the ads and I'm going to be like, listen, this is what I suggest. This is what we need to do to your landing page or else we're wasting money. And I, you know, cause the last thing I want or any business wants is a bad review because we ignored something that could have taken us five minutes to explain to our client. Not that it's our responsibility, but I I do feel like it's an obligation as a business owner to be honest about something. Yeah. I'm the same. I, and I get the same uh, commentary from my friends where they're like, well, that's why I got into offer creation too, because people would hire me to write copy. And I'm like, Oh, their offer is not working at all. Like they haven't tested it or they've tested it and it, it doesn't actually get them more clients doing what they love doing. So that's, I was like, I have to actually build this into my business because I can't stand it. I can't, I can't just ignore it. Like you said, and there are so many business owners out there who will take your money even though you're missing pieces because they're like, well, it's not my responsibility to do that. So I can really relate to you completely. Yeah. No, we can't do that. No. And if you find someone like that, that's why we have the show, right? We're trying to help you understand what are the pieces like based on all these different stories to have your own business story that's successful. And you have to understand that it's not just a solo endeavor. You need other people because you can't figure out all of this on your own. You don't know. How do I set up SEO? Oh, my offer's broken. I, you're not going to look at your offer and think it's broken. No one's going to buy it. And nobody, need- nobody in SEO talks about it. So people are literally Googling and they're finding the Neil Patels of the world who give valuable information, but it's like, oh, it's not converting. Try these 30 other things that have nothing to do necessarily with how you're driving traffic to the offer or how the offer set up or the pricing of the offer. It, it doesn't cover any of that. It just sends you down a whole different rabbit hole and you have no idea and you're still back to square one. Right. You're like, and there are so many pieces that can be broken that like you're not going to learn from that list of 30 different things that you can try, which like we need to be careful about being busy versus being productive. And that's why you need people around you. That's why I was like, Desiree, please. I, I started out as a professional blogger, so I knew about SEO 15 years ago, but I was like, I haven't looked up anything since then please help me and she was like okay like let's and she you know it was one of those things where it's like a group so you're encouraging each other and we have the list and she like explained what to do every day I think it was like 15 minutes a day it was nothing Uh it was nothing super demanding but it just gave me that help I needed to create what I what would work for me until I can scale and hire this out. Right. That I, and I think that's your goal, right. To help people who maybe they can't afford to hire you full time yet 
to get what they need so that they can get that visibility, get that consistency. I thought about all the things that I do when I first take on a client and I'm like, this is literally the, the first 30 days of our contract. And so that's what triggered the whole 30 days to unlock your, it gets you started. So even if you want to hire me now, you've already taken care of the initial 30 days. So we get to jump right in and start pushing everything further. Um, and again, just trying to get people more knowledgeable And that offer. I was actually telling my mentor about it. All of that conversion was organic. None of that went through a paid ad at all. I love it. And I mean, yeah, I found you through a friend, right? My mentor. And I was, but I was like, this is too good. Like, actually, you wanted me to write the sales page for that one offer. And I ended up buying it myself because I couldn't stand (laughs) it. I was like, I have to buy this right now. So that's how uh, convincing it was that even the sales page, like, wasn't written yet. But I was like, I'm buying this as soon as I write the sales page. And she puts it up (laughs) online. And it was worth every penny. So speaking of that, how can people work with you? What's the best way for them to get in touch with you if they want help with this or if they want to take your challenge? I know you offer, like, every service that someone needs. And I've just been, like, pointing people to you now. If they're like, Kristen, can you write my Google business profile? I'm like, heck no, I won't. Go talk to Desiree right now. <laughs> yeah. So, well, what you did is the 30 Days to Unlock Your SEO. It's always open. Um, you can find everything I offer at 1x1impression.com. Um, so it's one by one impression because you have one shot for a first impression. And then <laughs> it's true. But we have the challenge, which is $97. Literally right now, you can have your SEO foundation set up by the first of the year. Oh, I love that. Um, It's one time. It's 97. People get to stay in the group so they could reference it. Um, Everything's listed in the guides. We are starting a membership, which will be 97 a month. But it's an up from that because then we could do Q&As. We could do hot seats. Um, we could have monthly SEO trainings and things like that. So it's a step above it, but still affordable. And now we have released, I think it's 10 new offers last month when we were going to FHL, we released 10 new offers. That's Funnel Hackers. (laughs) That's Funnel Hackers Live. For anyone who's wondering, it's like, you know, the Russell Brunson click funnels, Funnel Hackers Hackers Live, which um, I know Desiree works with a lot of people in that world. Uh, But yeah, so you decided we're going to like do the 10 things people ask us about most and then just be like, boom, here it is. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Crashed our site um, for a day. (laughs) Uh, that was fun. And, but yeah, so I mean, some people, and because some people, they come to you and they ask, they say, oh, you know, I need SEO. I was told I need SEO. And they're like, I just want metadata. I just want type. So if that's all you want and there's no convincing you of the process, we offer just meta. We offer just titles. We offer just keyword research. We offer just setting up your tracking for you because Do not bother doing anything on your website if you are not tracking it. There's no point. 
you can't grow what you don't track. You GA4 is coming up. So I know people are getting really confused about that situation. So we are offering that now just to set up your analytics properly so that you can have a clear picture. Um, we're doing 30 day, I do not write content for people, but we are doing um, 30 day content blueprints based on competitor analysis, things like that. So it'll be a template, it'll have the headlines, um, tell you how many word count you need, the title, things like that for the next 30 days. So it's been exciting. Yeah, I love it. And for anyone who's like, I don't know what G4 is, uh, let me just translate for you because I know you're in the world, right? Mm -hmm. So um, Google Analytics is changing everything over. So if you haven't touched your Google Analytics account, like for the last year, or just you, it's been sitting there for five years or whatever. Like now's the time to get that. That was one of the first things Desiree had me do. She's like, figure this out. Like she walked me through the steps. So I'm set for that. If you're not set for that, please go to 1x1impression.com. It's like we're right at the end of the deadline, friends. So if you haven't done that yet, you really need to. All right. Doesn't let me features that GA that Google Analytics 4 is going to have, especially on conversions. It tells you, you know, your client came in or your lead came in first through Facebook. That was their first touch. And then two and a half days later, they went to your Google. So it tells you all the touch points and how long it takes for your client to actually convert, which is pretty awesome data. It's awesome. And also like as a copywriter, that is like invaluable information because you can tell the temperature of the buyer where they go when they're there with that temperature and you can adjust the copy so that it hits the right temperature in that phase that they're in. I could geek out about that forever. I won't. Um, so let's go ahead and do the last question that I do with everyone who comes on the show. If there was one little nugget of wisdom that you could give business owners who are listening, who want to create a better business story for themselves, what would it be? And if it's something you already touched on, go ahead and double down on it. I think that the best thing people can do right now is pull away from what they think is trending. So the TikToks and the in a sense of step away for a moment, analyze what those platforms are actually for and focus on your real estate and your foundation, which is your website, your website and your I, online presence. I love that. Actually. Uh, yeah. We've been talking about this a lot with some of my other guests too, how it seems that the different social media platforms are actively against business owners. Like they've decentivized all the different kinds of views that like you're not able to go on there and promote yourself because it's their entertainment platforms, right? They're not like LinkedIn where you go on just to talk to other business owners or talk about business. And, yeah, and they're all great accelerators to push to your website. Right. So if you don't have that foundation and also you can't own any of the traffic then, right? Like if you don't have a landing page, if you don't have somewhere to collect that information, all of it's third party data forever with all these different platforms. So, yeah, sorry, I'm using geeky terminology again. But basically, if you own the traffic, it's first party data. If you are borrowing someone else's traffic, that's third party data. And you don't even get to see like the person, their email. You don't have any of that information. No. All right. So we could geek out on this stuff forever. Thank you so much, Desiree, for coming on. Uh, I appreciate you. 
And for all of... Yeah, thank you. For all of our listeners out there, I just want you to remember that your business story matters, and I will be back to talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to my mom's radical podcast. Cool face emoji. And if you want to be radical like my super awesome mom, then you should totes check out her Impact Accelerator. You just need to leave a review of this podcast and screenshot that baby and send it to impact at literarysymmetry.com. And like my mama always says, your business story matters. Hey, <laughs> I don't sound like that. Let's do copyright.